0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Oh my, you guys, I'm going to lay eggs all over my bed. That's how stressed out I am. Okay, so I never said anything about it because I always want to handle my business in private. But you guys can't lie. Last week's episode sounded like basura, absolute garbage. Am I wrong? Episode seven, it sounded like I was recording it from... A Nokia 5 330. I was so pissed off, but I didn't want to let anybody down with like the episode. So I uploaded it anyways. And I didn't understand for the longest what was going on. I had recorded episode seven and it was recording the same way. But I was like, shit, like the week is coming to an end. I have to edit and upload and I don't have time to jimmy rigged this microphone to work but I was listening to the episode and I was so mad because I was like it sounds so ugly like it's not of quality I have to figure this out before episode eight like I just can't and I recorded episode seven I couldn't figure out what was wrong for the longest time and I had it edited ready to upload on Sunday and I was like no I can't way too ugly so i spent all of sunday trying to figure it out i couldn't do it today is monday the 28th just got off work not too long ago and i didn't upload like yesterday and i didn't explain to you guys what happened either so sorry i was just like when i get into issues like when i have a problem i don't ask anyone for help and i don't tell anybody until it's fixed like i want to handle everything in private and that's exactly what happened It's not like anyone's waiting on the edge of their seat every week, but you never know. And I realized that my program, like that I recorded, was not picking up my microphone. It was picking up my laptop microphone. Last week's episode was recorded entirely off the microphone on my laptop. And that was the issue. And once I figured it out, I was like, it took me a good hour to figure out how to use the actual mic that I paid like $300 for. And ladies and gentlemen, after a few YouTube videos and a stress-induced mental breakdown, we have it. We have crystal clear audio, so I hope. I'm trying to be as fast as I can because if anybody lives below someone, you know the struggle of having someone that lives above you, um... My ceiling is very thin. Let's just keep it there. So I am rushing to record this episode and edit it and throw it up for you guys all in one day. It's a a feat, but I can do it. I have faith. I have faith. And today's episode is brought to us by you guys because it's the first episode of Can We Just Talk About You? You guys, this is the first episode of my advice episodes. I'm going to be doing them on the last Sunday of every month. But I also realized that I want each season of my podcast to be 10 episodes. So after this episode of Can We Just Talk About You for season two, I might do it on the last episode of the season. So episode 10, episode 20, episode 30. You feel me? I think that might be a little easier to keep things like, because I'm just thinking now like, what if I take a break and the last Sunday of the month falls on a time where I'm supposed to be taking a break and then they're not consistent and I need consistency. So after this week's episode, season, or episode eight, excuse me, the next Can We Just Talk About You will be the last episode of every season. I just made that executive decision right now. I have a few things to talk about before we get into the advice. Number one, I want to recap if you didn't get a chance to watch it. I feel like I talk about this every episode, but I don't care. This past weekend, there was a versus battle on Instagram live and it was Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. First of all, before I get into anything, I want to say that Bow Wow absolutely murked Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy played the same song three times and then he played another song twice back to back and we all knew that Bow Wow was gonna win he just has more hits he's been doing it for longer if there wasn't a Bow Wow there wouldn't have been a Soldier Boy that's just real talk and they have a song together Marco Polo and just like I suspected they played it at the end if you want A battle that's entertaining go watch that one because they were clowning each other a little bit they're good friends but like they definitely hyped each other and egged each other on there were some special guests that they brought out live from LA once again the crowd was whack but that's okay the battle was good like I said, obviously, Bow Wow murked Soldier Boy. There was no competition. But, you know, he put up a good fight and they had bangers. So 10 out of 10 out of 10, definitely would recommend to go and watch that. You can definitely find it on YouTube somewhere. Also, any apologies if you hear any noise in the background. Like I said, I'm recording this last minute and someone lives above me. So if you hear any Chaotic energy. I apologize. I will try my best to edit anything out in post How are you guys doing? I know I can't hear you guys, but are you doing well? How's your mental health? Not gonna lie. This past weekend was rough Sometimes I go a really long time with being okay and then one random day I'll feel really off and yesterday sunday was the day where i felt really off and sometimes i can wrangle myself in one day and be good for the next day but sometimes it migrates into days and days and on top of that we are going through a heat wave right now where i live western canada um typically the hottest it gets or the hottest summer i've ever experienced living in canada has been maybe like 30 35 degrees max like 35 degrees is like stay indoors but I want you guys to know that this past weekend it was like 45 degrees and it said with the humidity it felt like 50 degrees and it's by the grace of God that during this heat wave I live in the basement as you guys know or maybe if you don't I don't know heat naturally rises so I don't need AC my house is pretty cool when I step in from outside it's very cool when I sleep, I sleep under my comforter still. I'm very lucky that I don't need AC because I, I'm i so miserable as most people are when they're hot and I would not have been able to deal. So if you're dying from the heat wave, I'm so sorry. Um, I want you guys to know that the heat wave was so bad. I read, I've seen many articles, fans are sold out everywhere, all Walmarts, all Amazons um AC people are going staying at people's house with AC people are buying hotel rooms just to get into a space where there's some air conditioning I've seen a few people I follow on Instagram they are in hotel rooms (laughs) for the foreseeable future it's supposed to be Monday Tuesday oh sorry Saturday Sunday Monday and then Tuesday supposed to go back down to like the high 20s but It's so hot that my air conditioner broke at my job. Like, we just can't handle this heat. I don't know how people in Florida and Texas and anywhere else really deals with that hot weather. I just cannot do it. It's the type of hot where you have to shower every time you come back inside. When I went to Florida, I visited Florida two years ago for, whoa, two years ago for the first time and... I was showering three times a day, minimum, minimum. It was a requirement. So I'm trying to stay inside as much as possible because I don't want heat stroke. They closed the schools. I just, I know I'm going on about how hot it is, but like I need people who don't live in Western Canada to understand. It's gnarly. So please pray for us. I started watching The Hills again. I don't know if anybody remembers or is a fan of The Hills. When I was younger, I never watched The Hills because I didn't have MTV. And so I couldn't have access to it. But now that I, you know, I'm an adult. If you're interested in The Hills, it's on Crave. If anyone has Crave. It is worth it, sweetheart, because they have all of the hills, they have all of Laguna Beach, and they have the hills' new beginnings, which is like they just brought back the hills last year. So I am on season five. I started watching it maybe like three weeks ago, but honestly, it doesn't count because the first two seasons are only 10 episodes. So, like, you know what I mean? That doesn't count. But I am in season five and there's only six seasons and I'm halfway through season five. So I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm done. I feel like I'm going to start the new beginnings one. And then maybe if I'm still like in this like hills headspace, I'll watch Laguna Beach. I probably should have watched Laguna Beach first, but whatever. It's been done. So... That's where I'm at. I have a lot of thoughts about that show. And. It was just a, like. It puts it into perspective. What a different time it was. <laughs> the show if you're not familiar. Not this turning into a Hills podcast. But like. <laughs> it started recording in 2005. And then they premiered it in 2006. And I'm it's 2021. So it's just weird to like look back and see like trends. It's so interesting to think about how huge that show was because you can tell when they put a celebrity on that show to like boost their popularity like they had Lady Gaga on there when she was just signed and the way they spoke about her was like it was clear that the hills was doing Lady Gaga a favor and now it's just like look at Lady Gaga now you know what I mean so yeah I highly recommend if you haven't watched definitely watch I also want to rewatch Jersey Shore so I might do that as well this is actually a perfect segue into something that I want to discuss with you guys. Okay, so only like three people know this. Yeah, it's only three people know this. But before I started this podcast, um, like before I launched it, this was supposed to be a pop culture podcast. I know you guys, if you listen to anything. The fact that I have a celebrity gossip segment at the beginning of most of my episodes should tell you that I am obsessed with pop culture. I love hearing about how bands start um, or music groups start or get discovered. Or I love hearing like the history of like popular songs and how they came about. There's this YouTube channel. I don't remember. I think it's called Vice and it talks about like how big hit songs became like came to be I just watched one about like the thong song so random but I love pop culture I think it's just like a sense of nostalgia and the fact that I remember it happening but I was too young to understand so now that I'm older I can go back and be like okay I remember that this happened and now that I'm older I can understand like how exactly the pussycat dolls were formed you know what I mean or like how exactly Paris Hilton came into the spotlight stuff like that so when I first thought about the type of podcast I wanted this was originally going to be a pop culture podcast I had each season dedicated to a decade and I was gonna talk about a scandal from each year of that decade so like episode one I actually still have the episode mock-up maybe I'll like read it for you guys one day (laughs) um basically I was gonna do like the biggest scandal of 1990 the biggest scandal of 1991 the biggest scandal you know what I mean all the way up until like the present year and then I would probably just talk about other pop culture things like little or like people for instance and I have only one left because I deleted everything else but I have one and it is about this group in 1990 that um lied about whether they could sing and they they won a grammy and then it came out that they lied and then they got it taken away and that's actually real I did research on it and everything but I don't know if anybody's going to be interested I don't know it's very niche I might do it just to like test the waters a bit because I do want to do some episodes about like pop culture and stuff because I find it very interesting. I don't know. I'll have to see. But I said all that to say that I found a brand new podcast, well, new to me, that covers everything pop culture and it just wets my whistle. I've been listening to it all week. I listen to it at home and just let you guys know, I don't listen to podcasts when I'm at home. I strictly, I don't even listen to them when I take the bus. I only listen to podcasts at work because I can and it helps time go by faster and I think they're really entertaining. So when I find a new podcast, it's like finding treasure <laughs> because sometimes I get so into the podcast that I already listened to and I've already listened to all the episodes. If I can find a new podcast that's got a bunch of episodes, I can binge for like a good long while and I found just that in two podcasts. The first one is called Celebrity Memoir Book Club. To be honest with you, the hosts are kind of annoying. I'm so sorry hosts. I love your show, but like, there's one girl out of the two that host it in particular, her voice. Mm-mm. But basically, they read celebrity memoirs and then they, like, discuss them. And usually in a celebrity memoir, it tells them about their, like, early life and how they came to be, like, an actress. Or, like, how they came to be what they are. So I really like that one. And then I also like... There's one podcast as well called you don't know about i think basically it's about women throughout um history that society or the media has displayed to be a certain way and then they deep dive into the woman's life and actually tells you what happened so they did one on jessica alba no jessica simpson excuse me um they did one on like marie antoinette yoko ono um, they did one on Princess Diana. Anyways, as you can tell, I'm into it. I found a new one. It's called Dunzo. Um, Originally, he was called The Smushroom, but then he switched it to Dunzo. So the earlier episodes, I'm really going off about this like people care. But again, this is my show so I can talk about whatever I want. And I promise we'll get to the advice soon. Just like, let me just say this, okay? So... Um, The podcast started off being called The Smush Room, where he talked about celebrity couples, real, fake, PR ones, scandalous couples. Right now I'm in, um, it's a four-part, like, audio series on Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. That relationship had a lot more skeletons in the closet than I remember. And this host, his name is Troy, he really gets a good deep dive into the juiciness so after that i'm gonna listen to the beyonce and jay-z one because i think that's like a five part or six part like i cannot wait to hear the hot goss you know what i mean so i just needed to tell you guys that i'm really excited that i found this podcast you know i'm going to deep dive and binge it and Like I said earlier that I started watching The Hills and I have so many thoughts I might have to talk about The Hills for like half an episode or something because like now that I'm older and I know what things are I'm like what What?" I have so many thoughts. So now that I finally got that out of the way (laughs) we can talk about you guys. I know the episode is called Can We Talk About You and I've been talking about me but That's the exchange that we're going to have to make. I had to explain myself and then give you some quick updates. So now let's get into the advice. I'm so excited. Thank you to anyone who left a question, a comment, or concern on my Google form. Um, If you're not aware... If you go to my Instagram, there's a link in the bio where you click and you can submit a question or a comment or something you want me to give my opinion on. And it's completely anonymous. I will not know who you are. I will just talk about your issue. And if you want me to leave anything out or change any names, I totally will. Just let me know. Um, So without further ado, let's get into it. I'm so excited. All right. So the first comment, I'm so sorry if you can hear my clicking. Okay, it's kind of long, so I'm going to shorten it for you guys. So it starts off by saying, hi, Tanika, first of all, f- wow. Okay, let's start again. Hi, Tanika, first off, I love your podcast. I wish you released episodes like five times a week, but also fuck back because it's a lot of editing. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could upload more too. Um but yeah, you're right. It is a lot of editing and thank you so much. I love you too. Okay. So basically, to paraphrase what this person said, um they have a guy friend. Feel free to give them a name. I'm going to give the guy friend the name Jacob. So they have a guy friend named Jacob. Um, They were best friends for five years and they were really close and they hung out a lot with a group of friends and also alone and they never really had any issues. Um, And then this time last year when George Floyd was murdered, the BLM movement took off and this person realized that Jacob uh, is, first of all, they described Jacob as a cisgender able-bodied middle-class white male <laughs> who really doesn't understand the whole equu- oh my god I can't speak who doesn't understand equity over equality and the importance of what's going on because he's never been oppressed he's kind of close-minded and this person tried to educate Jacob multiple times and he kept rebutting and refusing to listen or do his own research And so naturally, this person starts to question their relationship or their friendship with Jacob because they're like, I'm going to assume this person is a person of color. They may not be, but I'm just assuming because they describe this person as white, you know? So even if they're not a person of color, they're upset because Jacob is showing a little bit of his true colors because he's really not understanding the importance of the issue of the Black Lives Matter movement and um it says that around the same time their friend group broke up because two people in the group were dating and they broke up and so all the friends kind of dispersed into their own little groups and this person took advantage of the situation and ended their friendship with jacob um, he was upset. They said he was so choked and so angry and didn't understand and said that this person was blindsiding him. Even though the person told Jacob multiple times, if he didn't educate himself, he would question their friendship. Um, he, this person told Jacob that they're not shutting the door or locking the door forever. And if the circumstances changes, they could be friends again. So a year goes by. Wow. And he messages this person, Jacob messages this person, reaching out and saying that they missed this person and that Jacob's life hasn't been the same without them, clearly, and wants this person back in his life. The reason that they stopped talking in the first place was because Jacob wasn't as educated and this person is scared that if they talk to them, they'll miss them or realize that they miss them and be tricked into reeling them back into the friendship with Jacob. And so they're not sure what to do. Um they're torn about whether to continue to exclude Jacob from their life or give Jacob a chance and maybe rekindle a friendship. Um first of all, I want to say that I empathize with you and something similar happened to me. I did have a few friends actually. When I um, when the black Lives, ugh, when the Black Lives Matter movement started to kick off again and gain traction last year, I did have a friend that didn't really speak up about the issue, and it made me feel a little bit odd as well because it's like, how can you be friends with me and then silent? So I understand where you're coming from there. It seems like you and Jacob were closer than me and this particular friend. So I can only imagine how difficult it must be um, and why you're at a crossroads because obviously it says in the um, question guys that this person didn't have any problems with Jacob before this. So I know in your mind you're thinking to yourself is it worth it to throw away this friendship over one issue especially if you didn't have issues with them beforehand. Honestly, I would say that you know, people do change. A year is a long time, especially being inside and during a pandemic. We really weren't going out anywhere, and if you notice at the at the beginning, like when George George Floyd, excuse me, was murdered, it started the Black Lives Matter movement, and it only grew from there throughout last summer, protests, rallies, and things of that nature. Um, it's only grown since the passing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Uh, So do you think it's possible that via exposure to the issue as time went on last year that Jacob could have changed (laughs) question mark? It is possible for people to change. Um, I know you said that he's cisgendered, able-bodied, white, like he's never had any type of oppression before. I'm not sure if you have any other people of color in your friend group. Um, but do you think it's possible that Jacob has done his own research, excuse me, research since then? I'm talking really fast. I'm so sorry, guys. Do you think it's possible? Because, you know, if... Let's say he did his own research and he realizes now why the Black Lives Matter movement is so important. Do you think that you could be friends with him again? It is totally possible for people to have changed their opinions and learned, but you'll never know unless you sit down and have a conversation with them. I feel like you're not obligated to befriend Jacob again. I know you said that you missed him, but you're not obligated to be his friend. You haven't talked to him in a year. So clearly you're able to be without him. I would say to not give the friendship a chance again, but give Jacob a chance just to see where he's at like I said you're not obligated to be his friend you can definitely reach out and maybe go for a coffee something light and something quick you don't want to spend hours talking to Jacob because like if it if you're saying that it's easy for you to be tricked or like reeled back into being his friend you want to keep it short and sweet if you decide to meet up with him, say, hey, I have like 30 minutes during this day to meet up for coffee, like let's meet up and talk. Keep it short because I feel like all you need is a good 30 minute conversation to kind of see where this person's head is at. When the Black Lives Matter movement started up again, it really made me realize that even in today's day and age in 2021, there are still people that because they've never grown up uh, with like any people close to them, being a person of color, even though obviously they're not like blatantly racist, they genuinely do not understand or do not empathize with people of other races because they cannot relate. If you can't relate to something, a lot of people can't empathize if they don't know what it feels like or they've never heard of it. So I'm not saying that this is a... Like justification to give him any benefit of the doubt. But I've had a few friends that I've had to educate, especially during the Black Lives Matter movement, because sometimes for certain people, just being friends with a person of color is enough for them. Because if I'm friends with someone who's Black, or I'm friends with someone who's Asian, or Hispanic, or First Nations, I can't be racist because we're friends. And it's almost like, if you're friends with somebody, doesn't matter what they look like. Of course, you're going to treat that person or value them as a person because they're your friend. But it's not about just seeing the value in people you're close to. It's about seeing value or an issue with other people in general. And I find that Especially because they've never maybe experienced any type of oppression. Their parents have never experienced it. Their grandparents have never experienced it. They don't have anyone in their close circle to or family, immediate people in their life to teach them. And their parents aren't going to teach them because that's not something they've experienced. So... You know, I'm not saying like I understand why he's that way, but it's just something he genuinely doesn't know. I would say give him a talking to, set up a meeting, (laughs) a meeting, set up a coffee and talk to him and see where he's at, because I can understand him having these opinions at the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement. But there's, well, there is a way, but I'm saying, you know, if he has more than three brain cells... With everything that's gone on in 2021 and 2020, have a talk with him and see if he's learned anything from all the stuff that's been going on. He must. Or let's cross our fingers and hope. So have a talk with him, see where he's at. If you talk to him and you realize, yikes, he hasn't changed a bit, you're not obligated to be his friend. You can let him know, like, hey, I, you know, I'm glad we were able to reconnect and talk i just don't feel like i'm at a place in my life right now where i can have people in my life with these beliefs because they're very important to me there's nothing wrong with that he's he doesn't have to accept your reasoning for not being his friend but he has to respect it so i say sit down with him have a talk if he's changed awesome progress slowly But if you talk with him and you realize that, ooh his opinions haven't changed at all, cut him off, cut him off (laughs) because, you know, in your question, it said that you were having like mental breakdowns about it and that's not good for your mental health either or your peace. So I would say have a talk and then decide from there. Thank you so much for writing in. I really appreciate you and love you, whoever you are. Okay, on to my next and final question for today's episode. We're already 30 minutes in because I was yammering. But this question I have to kind of verbally like tell you guys about because this person didn't write it in. They like told me in some other way. And so this person wants to know how to deal with dating or being attracted to someone of the same sex when you come from a religious and Caribbean or foreign background meaning your parents are immigrants and your household is religious now first of all I don't know if I've said this before but I did grow up in a religious household since I was three and my mom is an immigrant (laughs) my family are immigrants so I already know that when you're living with foreign parents, everything is just different (laughs) because obviously they grew up in a foreign country and they're going to grow up with specific habits, beliefs, values, ways of living, and they're going to implement them in your home and you're growing up in that home, but then you're going out into like Canada where everything is different and now you're confused or you just grow up a certain way. So I understand that part and I can also understand why it would be scary To even think about the possibility of being attracted to someone of the same sex. Especially if your family has taught you otherwise. Now, this is something that takes people a lot of time to figure out. Because your natural reaction is to suppress the feeling. And you're unsure of what to do. And... You start questioning everything like this is not what I've been taught. I feel very weird about it. What I have to say. Some people may not like it. But. Whether you're religious, whether you're not religious. Whatever you believe in. It has to be genuine. I say it all the time. If you are religious but you are not genuine and you don't 100 percent believe your religion and you're just going through the motions because you were raised that way it's not genuine it's not genuine as adults i think it's very important that we figure out who we are and what we want whether that's going to church whether that's not going to church whether it's believing in christianity Or whether you want to convert to a different type of religion. It has to be genuine. And I feel like when you start being. Is the word ingenuine or disingenuine? When you start being that way towards yourself. It's not conducive for good mental health. And it can start to be really exhausting. Because it almost feels like. You're like living in someone else's skin. You're not being true to yourself. And that sounds really corny. But it's the truth. You have to live for you. And you have to be genuine to what you want and what you believe. And you're only going to learn that through life experience and a lot of self-discovery. So I feel like if you're thinking about that. And you're thinking like, hmm, could there be a possibility that I'm attracted to the same sex? You really have to sit down and think about it. But whatever you decide has to be genuine. Because there's you hear a lot of stories about people. Obviously, it's all easier said than done. Like, it's very scary to want to, like, step outside of what your family believes. Especially when you have, like, foreign parents. You never want to bring shame to your family. Or you don't want your family to look at you sideways. Right? And your family is all you have at the end of the day. But it would really suck if you weren't true to yourself and then you grew up and you look back on your life and you think like, wow, I really wish that I lived my life for me and not anybody else. Because at the end of the day, unless you're a twin or a triplet, (laughs) you're born alone into this world and you die alone when you leave it. You have to live for yourself. I'm not saying keep secrets and lie, but you don't have to tell everybody what's going on with you right when it's going on with you. You can self-reflect. You can experiment. You can question. You can do all of that stuff and share it with people that you trust. Once you're sure of yourself... And you're certain of your likes and dislikes and what you want to believe in your values. It's going to take time. It's not instant. But I know for sure that once you are certain with what you like and what you don't like and what you believe and your values and your morals, there's really not a lot that can sway you. You just have to be genuine and you have to be sure about it. That's what I think. Because once you're sure, it doesn't really matter what anyone thinks because you already know how you feel inside. Like I said, someone's going to wake up one day and think like, I for sure want this. This is what I believe in for sure. It's going to take time to build that up. So don't feel like you have to rush into anything. Don't feel like you have to put yourself in a box or label yourself at all. Do what you want to do. And live in your truth because it's your life. Seriously. (laughs) Once you start realizing that your life is yours and you can make it whatever life you want. And you're certain of it and you're sure of it. And you have a good support system of people that you trust and people that are going to love you for you no matter what. Then I feel like the decision is easier. So I would say start off by maybe like writing down all your feelings and emotions, because if you're just starting to think about it and they're all in your head, it can get confusing. So get a journal and journal every day about how you feel and start there. You have to start by like looking and seeing your feelings on paper and expelling them by writing them out. Because when you're thinking about it in your head, it's easy for your head to be filled and get clustered. And then you get overwhelmed. And once you're overwhelmed, some people shut down. Some people don't think about it at all. Some people overthink. And then they like spiral themselves into a mental breakdown. That's me. That's what I do. <laughs> so write down your feelings. Start journaling. And start the self-reflection. And whatever you do, like I said, for the 15th, billionth time, just make it genuine. Make it genuine. Be genuine. Be kind. And take care, protect, and love yourself. Whatever that entails. Wow. That was the first episode of Can We Just Talk About You. I hope I did well. I hope I didn't offend anyone with my personal opinions. I should have put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode saying that I'm not a doctor. I don't have any training for counseling. I'm not a professional. all, All these opinions are my own. If something is really concerning you, whether it be mental health, physical health, and still not sure or you're really confused or questioning, please seek medical professional help because that is not me. I am a girl with a microphone and a laptop telling you what's in this big beefy brain of mine, okay? Thank you so much for writing in. Please continue to write in to me. I'm really, really um, excited and honored that people value my opinion enough to want to listen and want me to tell people about it. Thank you very much. Thank you for your support. I feel like I was rambling this whole episode. Usually I'll be honest with you guys when I record. I'm like talking and then I stop. Talk, stop, talk, stop. I have not stopped recording since I started and we're 41 minutes in. Um, so I'm going to go. <laughs> I hope you guys have a really, really, really good rest of your week. Thank you so much for your support as always. This podcast would be nothing without you guys. Say, treat yourselves, drink lots of water because it's hot. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Come say hi to me on the Instagram at can we just talk pod. And if you want me to discuss your issues on the next episode of can we just talk about you, visit the link on my Instagram in the bio and send me a message. I love you guys so much. Peace and love.